0: Hi guys, welcome back to the NFT Talks. I'm your host, Sean. And today's episode, we have MasterBuzz. Now, MasterBuzz is a founder of NFT Media Box. And NFT Media Box are responsible for NFT projects such as Arabian Camels and Monster Rehab. Now, if you haven't heard about these projects, you definitely need to go check these out. Uh, he's gonna talk about everything that's happening in the NFT space, uh, PFP projects, how they started building communities, what they're doing with NFT Media Box. So much value, so much gems. So do not miss this one. So, guys, don't forget to subscribe, leave your comments down below, and let's help build this community. Right, so welcome back to NFT Talks. Now, today I am here with Master Buzz, who's the CEO of NFT Media Box. Now, NFT Media Box are responsible for a lot of NFT collectibles. Some you may know if you're in NFT space. So you have got the Arabian camels, and then you obviously you've got the Munsters Rehab, which is a recent project which has got a lot of hype in NFT space at the moment. Um, and if you don't know about NFT media box. Um, this is what you get. It's your chance to actually get some more information and understand what they're doing because they're doing so much for the community. So, welcome, Master Buzz. Uh, thank you for taking the time out.
1: Thank you for having me. Appreciate it, Sean. Yeah, um, up here very professional. Appreciate <laughs> it, bro. I
0: appreciate that, man. Thank you. Thank you. Um, let's get straight into it. Um, I, I want to know a bit more about yourself. Uh, like I said, mysterious character. I mean, <laughs> if if you can catch you on the, in the clubhouses. Then you're there you have it and you're in there for a bit and then you're gone like I'm, I'm happy to get some time with you and just to understand your story. understand a bit about your background first of all and then obviously how you got into NFT space and what you're doing now. So um, okay. you know, if you can just take it from there and then we can just yeah we get into it straight away.
1: Excellent well Sean just a bit of background on myself. I've been in business I'm, I'm a young man around 34 years of age okay and I've been I guess in business for the last 10, nine, 10 years. And I was uh, I I a two year mission in South Africa under the former president of American Express. And it was a Christian mission. And while there, I guess I learned a lot, not only about myself, but also business from David E. Paulson. And we, yeah, I mean, I came home and got married, had kids, started a few different businesses. Uh, I have a logistics company uh, for shipping worldwide, likes of DHL and UPS.
0: Uh, franchising
1: companies that we, we franchise out, like a cu- cookie cutter companies, is what we call them. Where all right, all right. if there's a, a great business model, we look at that and then we replicate it um, mm-hmm. and franchise it out. So I've been doing a lot of that for the last yeah nine years, and mm-hmm. um, consulting on different projects. And I've been in the movie industry for about three years, cool. and um, in that arena, it's just been more along the lines of uh, doing presentations, raising funds for for movies. While also, you know, preparing my own content that I want to get created. So this is kind of the stepping stone into the next question: like, how do I get into the NFT space? So uh, in November, I started looking at um, a few of the, the bigger uh, NFT projects like uh, CryptoKitties and CryptoPunks, mm-hmm. and um, saw some of the utility that was in the market. The majority of the NFTs out there don't have utility, but I noticed the ones that are still around for years and years have this amazing have amazing communities and a lot of utility behind them so um yeah i diving dive into the space learning more about it but at the same time i was producing a i'm producing an animation animated movie with an amazing company called Lion Forge animation uh, and this company is run ran by david stewart jr and also carl reeds uh, amazing individuals this is the biggest black owned animation studio in north america and um yeah, working on this amazing project, and we had a distributor come along mm-hmm. and say, hey, listen, guys, we'd love to um, give you guys 20 million, and we're going to distribute this through uh, North America, to the 2,500 theaters. Dream come true, really. Like, wow, <laughs> this is exactly what I want for my own IP that I created that I've been working on with this Oscar-winning studio, and now I have, a, I have distribution before we even, like, you know, draw the characters just based on the, the theme and story alone we sat down with this distributor now there's only you know eight distributors in all of America so it's a huge monopoly that these guys have over the the cinema industry yeah and sitting down the guy basically says listen I want your film rights for free and once you know we make our money back we 20 million in for the movie maybe 30 million for marketing so after all of that you can have one percent of whatever the movie makes <laughs> so obviously like for me money isn't really an issue and um, i'm not like i'm not intro- I'm not in for the money i'm in here to create i love creating things love you know entertaining people and um, and building a-, a fan base around something that i can i can be involved with as well so i said no rejected the guy's offer and he told me he's like L- just because you're black doesn't mean you can't make this movie uh, anyone can make this movie it's, it's about a-, a black rapping princess
0: okay so All right. All he
1: feels he felt as though like hey you're you don't, he's right, you don't need to be black to make true, true, yeah, black yeah. featured movies. Um, but I, again, it was like being used and mm. taking my like my ideas, my creation and stealing them. But we were able to sort that out very quickly. <laughs> so that, that's not an issue now. But I realized then that everyone, every creator has to rely on a gatekeeper, like a distributor. Yeah, or yeah. an investor or these producers that basically will say, well, actually, I want this to happen in the movie. They, they're, the creator really never gets an opportunity to get what they want on screen, unless you're someone like J.K. Rowling or Brandon Sanderson and you've wrote these amazing books that come straight from you. Yeah, um, yeah. So I saw NFTs as a way of not only getting funding for a certain type of IP, let's say Monster Rehab, for example, it's an idea. There's backstories to the characters. There's a pilot script, and so it's pretty fleshed out. And then you bring it to a community, let's say uh, the NFT Media Box community. And say, hey, listen, if you guys want a comic book, we need 1,000 in sales. If you want a uh, a virtual monster rehab that you can visit, we need 3,000 in sales. If you want to start developing this into a TV show, we need 5,000 in sales. So in one week, we were able to do 5,300 in sales wow. and hit a lot of road marks, mark. so very excited, very happy because the community decided if they wanted this or not. Now, I mean, I could go down the road and get investors and all that rubbish, but now we're in a position where I can actually make this IP with the community and get their involvement Hey, like, this character is going to go this direction. What do you guys think? And give them behind the scenes access. And it's just, it's been an amazing experience. Yeah. And obviously it's, it's something that we want to do for creators as well. So if you are a creator and you have a media driven NFT idea, we want to help you out. We want to help you make your vision a reality. And of course the creator will take the lion's share And with NFTs and cryptocurrencies, you know, this is now possible. It wasn't possible before.
0: Yeah. So what, there's a lot of things you touched on there and i really want to make sure i highlight all these for people listening because there's going to be people in the space that will understand where you're coming from and then there's people out the space that haven't really got a clue and just want yeah. to listen in. Uh, and i think someone like yourself what you're doing it's important for these people that are not in the space yet to be in contact and to be looking at what you're doing thank you uh, because i feel that one you're out you're out to help people first and you're all about community and and that just, I feel that's the vibe that I get when I'm, I've been in the space for a while now. And that's the vibe I get from everywhere. It's all about helping each other um, and then building something. And it's not, it's about not using these institutions, these gatekeepers to get one person to say, you can do this or you you can't do this. And it's yeah. open the doors for creators. I mean, one question I want to ask yourself, uh, Master bud, is, how important is it to, in, to have, to keep control of your rights, to have, uh, you can you control your ip and not give that away as a creator
1: so if i was to ask you you know who are the biggest uh black entertainers in the industry right now and um, I, would, I wouldn't say the big as i say the, who are the wealthiest the wealthiest yeah
0: you would look at like people like will smith um maybe denzel washington potentially
1: um, oh, yeah. Oprah, Tyler Oprah. Perry. Oh yeah,
0: oh yeah. Okay, yeah. you talking, about, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, of course. I'm thinking actors. Yeah, Oprah, yeah. Tyler Perry. Yeah, yeah,
1: of course. Uh, that's no, that's yeah. no problem. Kanye and, West, <laughs> Kanye West. These are yeah. people who keep the rights to mm. their to their products. Okay, and that's one thing. And just just watching interviews from these people, Oprah mm-hmm. told Tyler Perry never ever give over your rights, never sell your rights mm-hmm. to. Like even even when you say that, it's like kind of obvious. Like don't sell your rights to someone else. And um, that's what they've done. And they've been hugely successful. And in some cases, you know, there's there's IP out there that's not close to your heart. And um, I, I mean, I, I have I have certain projects that uh, I'll, I'll give you an example. Uh, there, there's like a called Rockwell the Destroying Angels about this this guy who who didn't cut his hair and he's immortal and like this. This is an actual like well apparently this is a true story but yeah and this guy didn't cut his hair and basically no one could kill him and okay. he's a western guy who killed more people than like billy the kid and all these other uh western outlaws so like that story there if someone came along to me and said hey listen we'll give you two million three million and sure have the rights i, I don't care but something like monster rehab where it's close to my heart, and I, I yeah. want to build this with a community. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give up the rights. I'm like, why, why would I do that? I think if you look at Stan Lee, is another perfect example. Yeah, and Lee, like Marvel, how much money has Marvel made in the last? Ridiculous 10 years?
0: about? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I wouldn't know the figures, but I assume it's going to be in the billions. I'm, I'm assuming They're toys, <laughs>
1: blankets, everything, and the, the guy died with with 50 million in his pocket, which is nothing to like, you know, be ashamed of, but. Again, that's not even a percentage. He created Spider-Man, like I, I don't know for you, but like for me, Spider-Man growing up was like, I've got so many Spider-Man stories that inspired me when I was a kid and as, as a teenager. So um, it's, just, it's just a really interesting place to be in. Yes, you can sell your rights and you can make a bit of money or, you know, Paul George Lucas, guy who owns Star Wars and sold it for 2 billion. And yeah. um, it's just, it's an amazing opportunity for uh, with, with NFTs especially. You do not have to give up your rights to your ip and just for the sake of, of money
0: that's the interesting thing i suppose is that um some people may ask some people may say is that look um i'm a creative i've got no money i, I am a, i am in it for them i need money now to survive otherwise i can't keep on creating. so yeah. they may that's when the, these these individuals may sign deals and give away their rights to survive yeah. Well, I feel that with NFTs, the, the approach that you've taken is that, okay, then if you're supportive of what we're doing and you can bind to what I'm doing now, uh, that's the investment. And you've got something that you can give in return at a later stage as you build. And I, I feel that that's the, gra- I feel that's, I don't know if you agree with myself, but that, that I feel that's a great thing with the NFTs. Like yeah. you're able to do things from scratch and the real supporters are able to show their support in a way and being involved with the project and and gave on the project together everyone wins it's like a win-win uh,
1: exactly it's a win-win for everyone and just give you an example with Arabian Camels even though Arabian Camels wasn't used to fund an IP that IP was already ready made and um, we serviced the entire franchise in providing them with Arabian Camels and mm. um, like I thought of that idea in April and four weeks later we had sold 600 uh, ETH worth of camels Crazy, so like yeah. like that <laughs> You how know, much yeah. is that? Can you?
0: How much is that in? A, just put it into like either US or Sterling. Could you convert? I, I, mean, I, I have no you. idea.
1: <laughs> well, I know 420 eats around a million dollars. I, I okay. Believe. So that right. just gives you an example of like uh, obviously some of that was on the secondary market, but that's the yeah. revenue that's been generated in like six weeks um, since we were we launched the Raven Camel. So, like yes, if you are a create creative. And you can find people that believe in you and that are willing to help you, you know, get your IP out there. Like uh, honestly, just, uh, three years ago when I started, you know, writing and, and creating things, there was about a year long process of refining some of my, <laughs> some of my ideas. Cause they were like, I go back and I look at some of the things I created and I'm embarrassed. I'm like, Oh man, that's so bad. But um, you, you can, you can definitely um, work on these things over time. Just, Please don't think you're going to be an overnight sensation yeah refine yeah. your ip make sure That's it is it's brilliant and then uh yeah move forward with it
0: all right what how about if i if i jump if i do a screen share and i jump onto meet a, a nft media box and yeah. then we can and then you can kind of just talk me through um just the projects and a bit more in like if anyone wants to get involved a bit about the pro, uh, the camels a bit about obviously months of rehab that'd be cool
1: yeah absolutely okay, left even, left even left. the about us you want to go and about, about you
0: there. yeah okay one, yeah. let me
1: just share this what we do. Yeah,
0: cool Share. all right can you see that now
1: yes absolutely like sean okay. just look at yourself you seem like a creative and you've got this little youtube channel that you're doing and yeah like you know anyone with a camera and a voice you can you can do anything you just got to build that community around you so of course. i'm 100 in believing you know hard work, equal success.
0: Yeah, 100%, 100%. So, we're at, can you see months of rehab? I can, yeah. Okay, so where, where, where should we start? Should we start with uh, about, something about us, just a bit about yeah. yourselves, entity, so yeah. people can actually understand what you're doing because I think, like I said, when I, I obviously heard about you guys, but I didn't really understand the, in depth of what you were doing within the space, so that's, yeah. I, I really like you to share that and so people can know and reach out to you guys.
1: Yeah, so as it says right there, you know, we, we create, Media-driven NFTs that will uh, provide our community with with unique utility and opportunities to um, take part in our projects that we drop. So, yeah. you know, this month is Monster Rehab. Next month will be something different and unique. You know, next month we're doing another Arabian-themed NFT that's completely free to our users. We're doing breeding, which is free. And um, so, you know, with if you have an NFT media box NFT, yeah, future and nft drops will will also be free so it's um okay. it's a really great position to be in and we're not only focusing on tv shows and, and movies but also video games we've got music attached to our uh to our projects novels uh, obviously the comics and we're even looking at some sports uh athletes and and football clubs as well I'm sorry about what happened yesterday as well man really sorry about the, the <laughs> football. yeah
0: I'm from yeah, the UK yeah England lost. Uh, <laughs> it is a, that's the it's the nature of the sport in it you know
1: um oh, man. <laughs> I'm Irish so you know my wife's been, my wife's from Manchester man and I was oh, okay. so happy I was real big you know, She kept it for weeks it's coming home no no, no it's it not it's,
0: going to <laughs> it's oh. gone to roll. it's gone to roll.
1: <laughs> good, it's good fun though good fun it's,
0: it's good fun I mean like the, the thing is like that's a moment in history and I'm sure yeah. there should be entities created around that like these are the things that the people are going to remember I don't know if you've been this out so I'm not sure if anyone's doing that but it's an idea someone can do
1: <laughs> you can it.
0: Um, so just here, talk, so obviously you've got the here's communities everything so you once again you talk about the community you talked yeah. on the metaverse so um, tell me a little bit about that side
1: so we started our community around May 14th, about a week before we dropped Arabian camels. And, you know, we went, uh, I guess this was kind of sneaky. Yeah. Um, but I started, I knew what I was doing in regards to like, um, I was trying to get people into my Discord so that when I did drop Arabian camels, they would have, um, yeah, they, they would, they would be, they'd be there and be excited for what we're doing. So I did a lot of free... Uh, pieces of art for Ape holders me bit holders ghost holders Mm -hmm. just saying hey listen i'd love to like uh, do like a gif of your of your ape i'll send them across later for you to look at but it was just like you know i get gold chain to a monkey or or something silly uh but if you wanted to get this for free you just have to go into the discord and, and join us so Okay. Yeah, we, I, I did that for a couple of weeks and we had a couple of hundred people in there and they were influential NFT holders in the space. And oh I told God. them I was doing Arabian Camels and they went, and, you know, everyone invited, invited like 50 people. And in about two weeks, we had 2,000 people in the Discord. Is it that easy, Master Buzz, though? Like, is it that easy? Like, I mean, the fact that,
0: would you say that you had, you have a connection, say you knew somebody could, like, had a bit of, like, the. Uh, had the knowledge or i mean you just invite someone to invite 50 people in like because this is one thing i've spoken to a lot of creators people on yeah. new projects and they say where do i start and what i said my first piece of advice is obviously do your research and understand what put a package together what you in regards to your nft and add layers to it so it's valuable to your consumer and then build the community but is it is easier just inviting people and getting them in and just people just join in and think oh this is great or did you
1: is it like, is it just easy as that <laughs> you, you know you know what's funny right I've done work for people for free in the past. Okay. Yeah. Who, who have not brought anything to the table in the end. Like they, you know, people who are hustling, hey, if we could just do this, you know, and you've done work for free. I think doing work for free for the right people is essential. And I'll give you two examples. Um, Dave Chappelle, who is a comedic genius,
0: yeah, yeah. Would go yeah, out into is-
1: parks and just, do stand up, okay, and he would build a following and build crowds, and be he'd go into bars, and then people would be texting, "Oh, this this comedian is hilarious," and the people would just come in, they text their friends to come watch, and he he built up this massive following, and the other is Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan mm-hmm. and met with you know Dana White in the early two thousands or late nineties, and offered to to do commentating on the um, on the UFC fights for free and he did it for free for about a year the UFC covered all his flights and his travel and after a year they offered him a job because he was so good at it so with the ape community you know I approached influential apes who had clout who were were, you know good guys as well that would be willing to to help me out and they did that they said they would give me shout outs on twitter they give me shout outs on uh, in the discords and I just had people, yeah, flock into the Discord. Like I, I literally would say in, in two weeks, you know, we wow. had about 100, I, I did about 100 pieces, had 150 plus people in the Discord. And then when I said we're launching Arabian Camels, literally yeah. in two weeks, we had 2000 people in the Discord. So it is that easy. And with the right, you know, doing free stuff for the right people. Would
0: be yeah, my advice. Yeah, I, I just want to make sure you highlight that because I don't want to give anyone the false impression that you were just like, okay, I'm gonna create something now and I'm a, and then I'm gonna create a discord and then everyone's <laughs> rushing in. Like <laughs> that isn't the case. I mean you've done your leg, no. whether it's with was with this or beforehand, you've you've given you offered your service to somebody else for free, and obviously you you do well. A lot of the times people will give back, hopefully, and not all the, not always the yeah. case, but in, in your case it, it worked out, and obviously now you've got this these uh, amazing projects and, and a lot of buzz around it. Like, will it, yeah. tell me a bit more about Monster Rehab and the concept behind that, and a um, bit about the characters, what you're looking to do future-wise, and then we can talk about how you would get one.
1: Yeah, so Monster Rehab, <laughs> I'm in an office here, so there's, there's people outside the door. Right, so I apologize <laughs> for that, I I was talking. Um, the Monster Rehab is a unique IP that is created in-house um, for, the purpose of becoming a comic or a TV show. And the story revolves around uh, Bram, the vampire that's scared of blood, Charles, the, the zombie, that's a vegan, and also Spike <laughs> is a hairless werewolf. So each one of these characters have an amazing backstory. And each one, you know, is, is completely unique. And as you uh, dive into them um, and, and learn more about them, you can really fall in love with the characters. So we have our main cast, we have our villain, we have our supporting characters, and then as you uh, when you mint, well, minting's over now, but you'll see on the secondary market, each monster is completely different and unique because they're all randomly generated as well. Okay. So, we this is the first NFT project to have 12 completely different and unique character with their own asset set as well.
0: Okay, so, so what, what? What What does the NFT come with itself? Okay, you've got the you get the character, the unique in its own right. Do they, they come with utility? Um, what's the? Why would I purchase an NFT? Um, a month of rehab NFT.
1: Great. Well, right there on the roadmap, you'll see you get a unique piece of art. You get a, a rap song by Raptal uh, Addis Musa, who's a German artist. He's he sold over five hundred thousand copies uh, or albums. He's worked with Snoop Dogg, uh, Busta Rhymes, Exhibit. he's, he's a real talent. And um, the monsters will be able to breed with the camels in, in August. We're hoping to also have monster to monster breeding as well. And um, they get voting rights on the comics behind the scenes on the comics. And then, yeah, you'll see that we're, we've already started production on the graphic novel and um, with live forge animation, we're going to be starting to build the monster rehab soon as well, along with, uh, the, starting the development of the TV show. Cause we've, we've reached all those um, roadmap uh, activations. Oh,
0: crazy. So, so you you actually reached um, the the 5K in sales, yeah. and you, that's that's on the on the, the books in regards to doing the actual TV show. So exactly, yeah. Wow. So if you got if you have one, um, and then the TV show is made, then we, and, it, and it, it becomes very popular. At least say, then yeah. potentially that NFT is going to be worth a lot of money. Potentially, isn't, isn't it? Exactly. And you know something
1: something you want to do in the future is drop another NFT for Monster Rehab, but. Give people the opportunity to have shares as well in the TV show. So, okay. like, let's say, so instead of, you know, if, I'd love to see it on Netflix, but again, networks decide what happens in the show, not the creators. Yeah. So, ideally, it's we, we drop this on our own network, our own distribution service. And, um, you know, the, the people who invest in it will get it for free. And whoever watches it, who doesn't have an NFT, will have to pay for it or they'll have to watch an ad and all that ad revenue can go back to the community.
0: That's dope, that's dope. And is, have you got any more, anything planned in the future of, of regards to any other projects then? I mean, cause I know you, cause this is the, obviously the NFT Media Box isn't just, just obviously wants to rehab, it isn't just camels. Yeah. So is there anything you got that you can drop, potentially give us a little <laughs> insight? Yeah, <but> we, <laughs> we're
1: doing 12, we're doing 12 projects this year. So I'll be right. like every month, we're going to do something completely different and unique. I know the next thing we're looking at is something called Rap Zoo, which about right. uh, two monster hunters um, that also rap. So that will be there'll be more on that in September.
0: Yeah. You, you've met twice now, I've not, I've noticed, and and um, you've mentioned obviously rap and whatnot. So how big is how big of an influence is that hip hop culture um on these these projects? I mean, is there a reason why you're including it?
1: Like a lot of well, I think it's just some black man, I like hip-hop. <laughs> 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 That's just <laughs> you that's do what it, you like it yeah exactly <laughs> i like it man there's no excuse i know uh well obviously uh you know addis he's our uh, rap tile, the head of um our our music yeah and he's he's got those connections as well in that industry we we are speaking to you know people in the middle east who do opera and, and all these different types of uh, music that i'm not into um, yeah. but the, there there are some things coming up that yeah won't be rap related there will there will be lots of different types of music to uh, appeal to a wider audience as well
0: Mm. I mean I I know we had a conversation off off the record off off recording but it's how I mean I'm surprised that there isn't like obviously like regards to the rap culture is so influential in the world at the moment hip-hop like there's nothing really going on in this space at this very point yeah um including that so it's interesting to see that I mean, I've only seen. In fact, I've seen one uh, one project that's well wrapped, but it isn't. There isn't a lot of things going on, and I feel it needs to be more. It needs, it needs to be more projects involving that because I feel that that's going to help build the space.
1: Yeah, I, I think just right now, and mm. um, within the community, obviously there's there's um, there's a few black creators and black, black artists in the yeah. community, and once more people um, jump into the space, we're going to see a lot more. I think. Uh, urban fashion and urban and styles and art and nfts and for sure like i mean uh, i you know I'm, I'm a businessman first so yeah, i'm trying yeah. to get this broad appeal yeah, so yeah. <laughs> that that is the goal to start out with but once we um get more comfortable in the space and we have a bigger following you're definitely going to see more and um, i guess africa because i you know I've, I've got african ancestry and i lived in africa for two years so we, we do have some african uh, styled nfts planned
0: uh, for the future as well touching on africa i mean i'm, I'm going to just bring it up because obviously africa's a, a massive nation obviously if anyone knows you got i think it's yeah. 1.2 billion people i mean half the people ain't connected to the internet at, the, at this point i think crypto is going to be it's going to be the hub for crypto in the future i'm not sure if you feel the same for that that way but how well do you think nfts are going to do over there i mean i'm not sure if it's, it's and it's not big over there at this point but in the yeah. future how will it how will it help there because you've lived over there so
1: yeah that's, that's a really good question so okay. i like i lived in soweto which is one of the poorest townships in the world and okay. uh, uh there, there's it, it's just a beautiful beautiful country and beautiful people okay. and I'll, I'll tell you they are they are completely connected with like the internet and the world and um, obviously Soweto is uh, more advanced than, than most places in Africa. Okay. Um, but like, listen, they have phones. You, you <laughs> There's these these tin huts called makuku's, okay? okay? And okay. you'd go into these makuku's, which are literally made out of tin, and there would be a BMW parked at the front and a 50-inch widescreen in this makuku. And that's just because that's just the life that they're used to. And it's, um, you go in they're playing, like at the time, um, this is like 2010, yeah. playing the PlayStation yeah. 3. okay, And yeah, yeah, like life's good there. So they okay. love technology. Okay. They love, um, yeah, like from, from my experience being in Africa, it's such a great, strong community. If one person has a success there, or if there's one thing to celebrate over there, everyone jumps on board as well. So you'll, mm-hmm. you'll definitely see that once it starts picking up in places like South Africa, especially South Africa, because South Africa is the hub of Africa. Okay. And that will spread out through, through all of Africa as well. And when you talk about cryptocurrency, I know Akon is doing a lot in that yes. space yes. as well. And we're actually working with his company, HitLabs. And okay. right. they're, they're, they they're just did a, a villa party for us at Cannes for Arabian Camels. And oh, well, it's not for right. Arabian Camels, sorry, for entire the franchise, which Arabian Camels are attached to. So, um, right. yeah, I think we dropped some videos, actually, on Twitter for people to look at. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, just like we, we are involved with Akon and obviously we're looking at Africa as well. Those African-focused NFTs will hopefully drop at the right time um, mm. because I, I just feel that, yeah, it's it's an untapped market. Um, but also the people there could hugely benefit from cryptocurrencies and NFTs and there's a unfortunate a lot of corruption there in governments. Yeah, and so we just hope that these NFTs can give people more freedom to, um, to, 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 I guess to to enrich their, uh, enrich their lives because when I say that these are the happiest people in the world, they're the happiest people in the world, but to uh, become more monetary rich.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's I, I feel the same. Like it's it, it gives people the opportunity to do things yeah. for themselves without a middleman having to. Yes. Yeah. Without the gatekeepers, that's all, that's all the best way to put it. Is like without the gatekeepers, they they, as long as they've got a connection, they can connect to anyone around the world, and yeah. express themselves whether whatever creatives if they if they're creative in, 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 in any way and have an opportunity yeah. to make and monetize, like you just said. So yeah, without the the, the that language barrier potentially without having the trust factor, I think yeah. that's that at the moment that's stopping people from. Uh, growing uh, worldwide i feel but,
1: as my yeah well i was speaking to a guy from zimbabwe it's a few few weeks back and like they've banned cryptocurrency just because the government there, obviously as corrupt as they come yeah. know the potential it can bring so like, you've seen the same thing in, in unfortunately in china where china, yeah, they've banned yeah. uh, some some cryptocurrencies now in fairness to china they've actually released their own cryptocurrency um yeah. for people to use but again it's it's just like it's it's freeing people up it's turning average joes like me and you we, you know in a year's time we have a hundred ether or even like 50 eth it could be worth uh millions and yeah. yeah. so it's it's an interesting space to be in i mean there's guys who i know who started buying cryptocurrencies in 2011 and, and you can imagine where, where they're at now like it's just un, unheard of amounts of money so the, it, this will be the same thing in africa people will start getting into cryptocurrencies and and um, it's going to free a lot of people man
0: yeah off the back of what you just said then master um, boys, is that you know a lot of guys that have invested at early stage of crypto and yeah. got a lot of crypto now like one question i get is why are things selling for so much like and my, my, what i would say is that okay then it depends on how depends on what project is project is but you've got to realize yeah. that there's people with a lot of crypto uh, cryptocurrency uh, a lot of money that they didn't have before so um, five hundred thousand to a million, maybe not a lot. Of, it's not a lot. In yeah. I mean, if you put the same to some people, because they've, <laughs> they've made so much money, they made so much money in a short space of time, and they're keeping it within the this within the system rather than taking it out to fiat because you get taxed.
1: no oh, absolutely! Like, <laughs> it's insane. Um, but if you look, yeah, like look at Beeble for example, selling yeah. his art for sixty nine million. Yeah. So, I have no idea how much. Eth, that guy has in his accounts, That's and huge, we bought. Yeah. I, I I can't remember his name, unfortunately. And there's there's two. It's him and his business partner. Who
0: who sold? Who, who bought? Who bought? Who
1: bought it? Yeah. Yeah, the billionaire
0: that from India, isn't
1: he? Yeah, he's a billion yeah. Guy, billionaire from India, but yeah. he has he's been in the space since
0: 2011.
1: Yeah. So yeah. you know, ETH or I can not know if ETH was out back then, but like buying buying cryptocurrencies back then, 1, a thousand great. ETH for maybe a dollar. Some people might have put in a thousand dollars for the laugh. Oh my gosh! Can you even imagine? <laughs> yeah. So like, that's the situation a lot of people are in. Um, uh, why? Why are people buying Because they, they've got. I mean, if, even if I had thirty billion, I still wouldn't buy a crypto punk for eleven million dollars. So that's just I couldn't do it. I, you know, yeah. Yeah. I, I lived in Africa, man. You know, I, I, <laughs> I understand that what money can do for people. Yeah. And but if people want to do that. I mean, they have the right to do what they, they, they want with their money. And um, they can see it as an investment, the tax investment. They don't have to pay taxes on it if they buy a yes. piece of art. It's, a, it's an asset. Yes. So yeah. there, there's lots of different reasons why people purchase things and a lot of dumb reasons why as well. So um, yeah. when, it, when it comes to things like paying that much money for a piece of art, my answer is no comments, basically.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, okay. You so, did. what about you then? Have you collect any, obviously, apart from your your own projects? Do you are you a collector yourself? Have you bought any NFTs? Or,
1: yeah, I'm. I'm actually. Uh, it's uh, great that you asked that question. So, our focus for the next few months is to spend at least thousand dollars a month on helping smaller artists, and we're going to buy the art and give them away to the community. So, I've already okay. started picking up little pieces, um, just to give away to community members.
0: Is do the people contact you, or you're just looking out there on different platforms? Yeah,
1: and- I I just jumped in some Clubhouse and said, hey, are there any artists in here? And there'll be like 30 of them. I said, okay, yeah. well, I have a thousand dollars here. First 10 people to DM me, I'll buy your. Your pieces of art, not obviously oh, <laughs> Yeah, so I've literally done that two or three times. And, I believe um, you
0: too, because you did it with their giveaway, I didn't know you? were okay. right. the, I was in there. I was trying to change my, I will trying to change my display picture quickly. You're like, uh, <laughs> go to Twitter, change to this, and then you'll get it. You'll get um. Did you get it? What,
1: what was it for? A camel or a monster? It was for a monster. It was
0: for a monster when you first. Did get one? no i didn't get one.
1: <laughs> oh, bro i was rushing send, send me your wallet send me your wallet i'm gonna hook you up sean
0: trying to get one man
1: i'm gonna hook you up thought <laughs> you, no, you were you send me you send me your uh your wallet after this interview and i'll hook you All right
0: up then, bro. Thanks, bro. I, I appreciate that man <laughs> no problem what do okay so moving forward where do you see the what what industries do you feel that are going to really take off in the apart from I mean, you, you touched on film, music and, and the comics. And what, what do you really think is going to be the next thing to blow? I know art is massive yeah. at the moment. Music is slowly taking off.
1: Um, so, oh. it, great question. Great question. Because I, you know, Monster Rehab, we we sell it as a collectible, okay? Which it is, Okay. is. We're seeing these as memberships, okay? Uh, like, we want members in our community and members get free stuff for years. Like, every every few months, we're going to be dropping free stuff for that specific NFT. Um, so I'm seeing these as memberships. All right. uh, that's what the board apes did as well, even though like, board apes don't really have real utility and they're just pieces of art. But you do get membership into their board ape club. Um, and I have two two apes and it was a great networking opportunity for me. Yeah. So I, I see that the, the right now the this membership space will be huge and um, I'm really happy that no one's just focusing on media except for us. So hopefully we can do this for a year before any big corporations like Disney or anyone else yeah, jumps yeah. in. Um but I, I think gaming gaming has had you know fungible tokens for years, and I, I believe that as um as more gaming industries yeah, I, I know people who are working for AAA and gaming companies and they are they've looked at it they are doing nfts as we speak so that will be huge for the for the industry i I, I can't wait for that because i i mean if you look at gta gta is an amazing video game, like yeah. so God, I spent so many hours <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: When that come out? Like that's ten years ago that came out or something, right? Yes, I was three. playing on
0: the PC. I was playing it on the PC and the bird's <laughs> eye view, like
1: <laughs> oh, wow, well, that's back in the day, bro, back in the day. <laughs> So uh, the, the the recent one, GTA, GTA Five. I'm terrible with names and numbers. That's been out nearly ten years, yeah, and that's yeah. still being played by sixty million people a month. If they were to release a decentralized version of GTA as a metaverse game over, you know, game over. Like there's there's no, there's no point for the Sandbox or Decentraland or any of these other games, which are great games and great platforms, but just be ready for GTA and Rockstar to, to drop something like that into the space. And
0: 100%. It's, it's, I, th- I just think it's like a, uh, you know, obviously everyone refers to the film Ready Player One. Yeah. Um, it's just going to be like that. Literally you'll be yeah. in your game. How many hours you, I mean, when I played GTA, I remember going to the gym with my character I was going, I was still, I was going to the, the store to buy clothes. I was buying different yeah. outfits when I did the mission, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. and you find yourself doing these things. because you actually, people say, well, why would you be living in this? Why would you go into the, the metaverse? What? But you do, you you take pride in your, what your character. Boys are. <laughs> it's running out <laughs> my boys, man. Like
1: every, oh, man, the people don't understand. Like I, I've been able to play video games for the last two months because of, of all the work i've been doing okay but okay. the way i hang out with my friends it's usually on call of duty or rainbow six yeah, yeah. or gta we'll sit down it's like okay who, where are we gonna heist today yeah. where are we going in in uh, verdansk you know <laughs> that's, yeah. that's uh you know what i'm talking about today yeah. uh that's that's just life for a lot of people and um especially a lot of uh, a lot of men like mm-hmm. we, you know we we're very simple people we just like eating food and playing video games like that's that's it
0: yeah then you just roll over and go straight to bed you don't exactly. have to get tax- <laughs> um exactly. all right so what, what's your thoughts I, i'm just gonna ask you so what's your thoughts on like fashion then because i always like to ask people this because i'm really yes. i see fashion and just like i just see really taking off i know people are a bit yeah. wary about it with augmented reality side of it but i just feel like fashion and gaming that collaboration
1: um
0: Bro, it, it, it is, is
1: so. it is like my first time buying like a skin in a game was in Fortnite. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I was playing Fortnite, and I just everyone looked the same. And I saw oh like there's this this guy with a disco uh, disco ball and the afro and disco outfit. I'll I'll, I'll pay I'll pay ten dollars for him. Yeah. <laughs> and you know a year later I've spent two hundred plus dollars on buying what they call vanity items, right? Because you're in this. It gives you a sense of identity in a space yeah. full of, of other people. So I think, like man, sorry, you know, fashion and gaming will be like people. Think of Nike. If Nike was to launch their crypto full... kicks, have you looked into it already? What? What? Sorry, the so
0: Nike has already got a patent for something called crypto kicks. Oh,
1: bro, game, and over. The, and and then game you can, over. And
0: the the NFT trainers, um, and then you can you can breed the trainers together and make it an, another trainer.
1: Like that. That's what I'm talking about. Like the, these are the type of things where people like you'll you'll be buying virtual sneakers for more than you will actual sneakers and i think the beauty of it is they won't wear they won't break you can it <laughs> I, makes I sense it, are
0: you are you a trader collector yourself do you collect trainers or anything like that or
1: my my little brother does like i like okay. I, I walk around in sandals all day i've been working from home for less <laughs> yeah. 10 years comfort, so. comfort
0: over fashion yeah <laughs>
1: exactly I'm comfort over fashion of a guy so but, my little brother who's he's more black than me i guess that's yeah, the yeah. most racist way of saying it he's He's got all the kicks, the high tops, the Jordans, the, you know, the cool hoodies. Yeah. But again, there's he's he's 21 and he he loves his sneakers. But he's also 100 buying vanity vanity items in his GTA and his Fortnite and all the games as
0: well. Because at the end of the day, the way I see it is it is a bit of it is a bit of vanity. It's a bit of clout. Oh, look, I've got yeah. these trainers. Look at me. But you buy these trainers, you if you wear them, they, they lose value. So they don't wear them. They put them up. <laughs> and yeah. and think that they say, oh, I'll wear it for the right occasion potentially, or they just might save it to make money. So if you if you brought a, a physical trainer and that came with an NFT digital, you could still wear it in the metaverse and it still could be exclusive, and people will know you've got that trainer in real life. But it's just a bit like Sick. buying gold. Like you don't Sick, have you bro. buy gold, but you don't have the gold on, you don't carry it around with you. You keep yeah. it in the and when you're ready to sell it, you just sell it. And it still holds value because
1: there's there no. Like, man, that, have, are, are Nike doing that? Are Nike like selling trainers and get them over into the yeah, They've already bought the, they've bought the paint out for Crypto Kicks uh, 2019. Yeah. They're looking into
0: it. No one's really talked about it. They haven't really come out and said anything about it, but 100%. Like, the resale market is in the billions. Nike don't make a penny of that. If they put a little percentage of every trainer they sell when it's an NFT, how much money they make there, it's a no brainer.
1: <laughs> wow. It's I, a no-brainer. Man, I 100% would. If someone came along to me and said, hey, listen, Let's say I'm gonna be selling sneakers and T-shirts, but you also get this in the GTA Metaverse. Yeah, I'm in, bro. I'm in, 100. Yeah. <laughs> like, tell me to take my money. That's that's how I feel. I think that's absolutely. Uh, that is a slamming idea, bro. That that's good. Oh Crazy. man, that
0: Crazy makes lady. me so angry.
1: I get so angry to hear ideas I didn't think of.
0: Well, like this, these are things that happen in man, and, like, and as 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 we go along, like you're in the space, so you know things are happening day by day, like literally, I think different projects are dropping. Um, but where do you, I mean, where do you see the future uh, where the world will be in regards to NFTs uh, space in the next say ten years? How how yeah. does the world
1: look? What are well, people? I, I think you know, Ready Player One. What you've seen, yeah, um, like that. That will be it but we won't be wearing VR headsets or bodysuits just yet. Um, but 100%, I think you're going to have, uh, the, the dream for NFT Media Box is to create that metaverse where all other metaverse is attached to it. Yeah. And you you just, oh, let's go to this planet and we'll play a zombie game or well, let's go yeah. to this planet and we'll watch a fashion show. And they're there, that's where it's going. It's, it's just easier for people the things are we're all we unfortunately humans are we're all very about what is the most convenient thing for me to do right now and being able to wake up in the morning go to work in a virtual um, and a virtual metaverse do your work there and then you know not having to get the bus or get in the car and drive somewhere that's just ideal i think you'll see that with gaming these people will be we're, we're already seeing it with gaming I mean, we have I think there's something like hundred million people a day play video games, at least one hour a day of video games. So, it's it's yeah,
0: it's going to happen. Like I'm just I'm yeah. just sitting there like nodding my head. Everything you're saying is like
1: yeah,
0: it's going to happen. And people may one thing I always say people may argue think, well, why would I spend my time in this virtual world? I said you you already do it with social media to a certain extent. Yeah, you're
1: just yeah, not,
0: you're not actually there. It's just it's just everything evolving, and even the fact that we talk about virtual clothing, like why would I buy something, something that I can't wear? That's the argument they say. Well, if you're not into that whole thing, if you're not into like this vanity buying and the computer games, eventually when you have to go in this virtual world, because the corporate world will go there too for meetings, if concerts yeah. will be held there. So a bit of FOMO. So if you go there and you've got the standard character that you avatar that you buy with a vest and, the, and shorts. Yeah. You're not yeah. going to go to the concert in that if your friends are going to the, in their the nice clothes. Eventually you'll just do it.
1: You, you give in, you give in. <laughs> you know, it's so interesting. The movie Ready Player One doesn't show that in no, the book. No. In the book, it talks about how he has, like, just the plain Avatar outfit and he's like super embarrassed by it. Yeah. Um, and it, it's just, it's true. Like, I mean, if you are wearing the default clothing in a metaverse, you're like, oh, man, need to get rid of this. <laughs> I need you got to get that <laughs>
0: finger out You Look at that,
1: that default clothing. <laughs> yeah, <that> it's terrible. <laughs> So (laughs) yeah, got rid of that. Get rid of that default clothing. One thing I wanted to say to you, which people haven't really been talking about in the space, is play to earn. Okay. So play to earn. A few months back, I had I bought a node for Gala Games, and Gala Games have play to earn video games. So while you're playing it, you can you can earn cryptocurrencies, and that like that that is essentially what I think in Africa will be huge. Where yeah, they could spend, yeah. you know, 12 hours a day in a video game playing and be making more, more money playing a video game than they will um, getting a job. Because uh, in Africa, we, we I was speaking to security guards that were making like three euros an hour, which is disgraceful. And, yeah, and of course, cor- you know, corporations are, are talking like, oh, yeah, you know, we're, we're fair to, to everyone. These major corporations that we see every single day are the same people, same businesses that are paying people three euros to um to to guard their facilities, so like I, I understand why there's a lot of crime there and a lot of corruption. People can barely survive. Yeah. And if, if there was this global cryptocurrency, hey, if you come in, come to our game and we'll give you x amount of dollars an hour. Why on earth would I sit down as a security guard somewhere for for three three pounds an hour?
0: Yeah, I love the fact that that's going to help people. And, and yeah. I mean, time is time is the value, isn't it? Time is the currency and yeah, the fact that you're going to put your time into something and get be able to make some money—that I think it's just fantastic. I mean, of how much time I've lost, how much money I lost out on playing computer games. Like, <laughs> I think like, I, I missed—I missed the trick here, man. I'm—I was a bit too early to the show.
1: Oh it's amazing! <laughs> it's amazing. Like, I mean, I again, I love video games. and I think but, you know that's great that you brought that up. But fashion and video games together, like, yeah, it is—it's the it's future. It is, it those is. those three right there, the fashion, gaming, and the play to earn. Uh, if, you, if you could put all that together, which is basically what GTA can do. Yeah. Yeah. Game over. Yeah.
0: Well, look, uh, it was a pleasure having you on. Um, Thank you, Sean. Like, we've talked about so much. We covered so much areas. I think it's great what you guys are doing. Um, like I said, anybody that's reached out to yourself, Master Buzz, genuine person, like I reached out to you. You were cool. Thank you. Uh, like I said, so keep keep doing what you're doing. Uh stay to stay real to
1: yourself. I hope you achieve everything. I'm trying, man. You gotta stay humble, bro. You gotta stay humble. I got my Thank wife, you. my wife keeps me humble, brother. My wife keeps me humble. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and and keep
0: obviously keep doing what you're doing. Like, guys, anyone listening that wants to reach out, like you're in master in clubhouses. Uh, I know you're on Twitter. So if you want to leave any the best way to contact yourself or contact obviously NFT Media Box, how should somebody do that?
1: Yeah, so if you want to find me on Twitter, I'm at MetaCyple on Twitter. If you want to check our Discord out, which I'm in uh, every day of the week, head to our website, nftmediabox.com, click on the Discord channel. Uh, But what I would recommend is that get yourself an NFT Media Box NFT. We are the the premium NFT standard along with some amazing utility. We've got a community of 4,000 people, everyone everyone's welcome. I mean, as soon as someone says, "Hey, I'm new here," people will storm you and they will they they'll just make you feel like family. So, and uh, we're very anti-toxic group. So if you're a toxic person, yeah, don't join us. We don't want you around in the nicest way possible, but please if you if you're That's looking nice. to to learn more about NFTs, if you're looking to um just just be be with people like-minded people, come join us. Yeah.
0: Okay. There you go. I'll make sure I keep. I'll put the links in the below, uh, so everyone can obviously click on them links and get through uh, to you guys. Uh, but apart from that, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, everyone, stay listening and stay blessed.